Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. And welcome to our next guest, Harry Boyd. What can you say? Michael Taylor medalist, Jack Oti medalist. Grand final win as well. Thanks, Harry, for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Malcolm. Thanks for having me. Mate, we're going to start right at the beginning. You know, where did your your career start as a junior, and how did you get to the parade? So, uh, yeah, began playing uh, footy in Shepparton. So, I played from primary primary school, secondary school, and then kind of um, my first senior club was the, Sh- the Shepparton Bears um, there, and um, yeah, progressed through that, and was fortunate enough to make the, the Mode Bush Rangers um, squad. So that's the I guess NAB League now. Yep. And um, after kind of going through that under 18s program, um, didn't get drafted and uh, went and played a couple of years at uh, Werribee VFL. And um, after that, I uh, played a full a year full at um, Shepparton again and um, year off in COVID. And then I found myself at the parade at the age of uh, 23. Did Rokes play a part in getting you? Yeah. To the parade? Yeah, so um, me and Rokes played together in a 2018 premiership um, at the Shepparton Bears and we had a really good relationship, um, good mates, um, and also just really enjoyed playing fully together. I thought we always understood each other well. And, um, yeah, he kind of contacted me um, probably towards the, the back end of the COVID year and just um, actually asked me to play footy up in Darwin. And um, due to injury, I w- wasn't able to do it. I kind of injured myself uh, trying to run a marathon of all things um, at, uh, during the COVID year and wasn't kind of and wasn't overly excited about moving up to Darwin but we also got discussing um, Adelaide and how Norwood looked and um, yeah he, he passed the number on to Rossi and a couple of weeks later uh, Twig Jade Rawlings was appointed and um, yeah I was speaking to him over the phone and I think it was January um, January 4th 2021 I kind of drove over packed my life up into a car and um yeah didn't really know what I was getting myself into too much but I uh, was excited and uh yeah the rest is history he's done well and you started really at Nord more at center half forward and then moving into the ruck so yeah go through that uh, that side of things yeah so look I, I played kind of my junior football in, in all but both ends of the ground and I've been kind of the odd spur in the ruck and um Probably felt my best football was actually as a key defender as the time that I uh, moved over here and um, quickly twig um, acknowledged that we we're probably pretty uh, solid back there. At the time we had Michael Talia and also obviously two premiership players in Campbell and Jack Hurd um, kind of holding down the, the key post there and he felt like my best chance to play senior footy was as a key forward, which um, 
yeah, no, it was definitely daunting. I played, yeah, as I said, a little bit of footy there, but never felt like it was my most comfortable position. And um, kind of did a few spurts in the ruck with Michael Knoll um, last year. So, um, yeah, it was definitely um, a challenging kind of position to, to learn and um, everything like that. But, um, yeah, obviously it progressed into this year being, being our ruckman. And obviously, you know, you talk about moving into the ruck. I mean, who was you know, really responsible for helping you, you know, get over that uh, that line, that hump, uh, you know, of, of going into the ruck and, and really dominating towards the end of the year? Yeah, so I, I guess how it looked, like, obviously, towards the um, the back end of last year, uh, Michael Noel was having issues with um, his uh, PCL and his knee, and um, I was probably spent about six to eight games as, as our full-time ruckman, and... Um, yeah, like I, I felt like I was I was growing into the role. I was um, actually had a couple Agreed, of completely. which wasn't great, but um, felt like by the, the, the South Adelaide last final that I, I kind of took a lot of confidence out of that game um, going into the preseason, and had a really good sit down with with Twig um, and kind of said, look, he admitted that look, if an A grade ruckman pops out of the AFL or something like that, and they definitely will inquire. But they Twig kind of filled me with confidence that we're actually more than happy for you to be our number one ruckman. I know there was a lot of external chat about, um, I guess, we don't have a ruckman. Um, but obviously, supporters and external voices didn't really see me as a permanent ruckman. So um, I guess it was was Twig that kind of um, that um, kind of filled me with that confidence that this is my role and he had um, great belief that I, that I could play it yeah. at a, um, a very high level. Is, is there anything you can't do? I mean, you, you know, you're calling yourself a backman, you're, you're playing at centre forward, you've moved into the ruck. I mean, is there anything you can't do, mate? Look, um, I would... It's the versatility. The best thing about me is I think I'm a competitor. I think I'm very competitive yes. with anything I do in, in life um, and I think that holds me in good stead on a football field whatever position I'm in and um, I think I'll, I'll always try my best, so... Um, it might not be graceful at times. It might look a bit um, unnatural and un- unusual, but I think that's something that I pride myself and I'm always trying my best. And um, hopefully that's good enough. And it's been kind of fortunate this year that oh, and you certainly won everyone over that you were always mm-hmm. giving 110. percent I think too wasn't supporters. It wasn't so much doubting you. It was hey, we haven't got any anyone else. That was the scary bit. That geez, if uh, if you if Harry happens to get injured or is then running on empty tickets by September, we're in trouble. And Luke Sermon arriving was, was a, you know, a godsend. Yeah, it was just huge. And you know, after that game at Alberton where he played against us and obviously ending up with you guys that night was just, yeah, we're, it was just a dream come true in the end. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a funny one with Sermo. So firstly, I was thinking about the other day that, look, if Sermo wasn't um, if he did never left in the first place, I was probably playing reserves last year and not playing in the senior side. So there's a lot of sliding doors moments that go yes. go on. But um, um, I've kind of known Sermo since I moved over here because he um, retained a really good relationship with um, Nick Roker as well. And um, he obviously had interest um, of getting him back next year. But um, yeah, I guess how it worked out and um, through a few, I guess, social outings were. We were discussing with, um, what he was doing, and um, yeah, kind of through, through the club, they decided, well, if um, we can facilitate this now, um, yeah, it's going to be good for us in the long run. He was he was superb. He had some really big moments throughout the final series where he changed the momentum of the game. I think 
big guys taking big marks can really change the moments of the game, especially how defence is set up these days. Um, and they really lock you in the forward half. A big contested mark can, can change the um, complexion of the game. And I, I look back to the second quarter against Glenelg. He took a big one that, um, in our back half. And just from there, we kind of got that confidence and got the ball forward and kicked the goal and went on with it. So, now he's been a, uh, a fantastic acquisition. I think he's also got a lot of growth um, going into next year as well. Yes, I admit when the news came through that he'd signed, we, we'd need to be in seven-second delay for my reaction. So, yes. <laughs> uh, look, Harry, you know him for your determination, but it was ironic. So I think the first time I really spoke to you was after the North Adelaide game, and you're sort of looking at your phone. I'm thinking, okay, come on, mate. And then I realised you've then looked up and gone, right, these were Brooksby stats today. What can you tell me about him? And you're just planning on opposition players that you're bang straight away into it yeah look it's it's something that just kind of is a kind of a a nervous like it kind of settles my nerves knowing everything i possibly can about my opposition so it's something i do to prepare and understand what they're firstly going to do to me what they're looking to do and obviously how can i counteract it and even to kind of know what their personality is like what i'm expecting them yeah to um to come out with is something that just makes me feel comfortable going to a game, especially when I haven't haven't played on a player before. So, um, yeah, it's something that works for me. I could kind of drive other players crazy. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just, I guess, my, my best preparation that I've found, oh, especially at, in the ruck where it's quite clear who I'm playing against. Yeah, I admit, as a self-confessed footy moron, I took I, I was wrapped when you uh, <laughs> that you went head in that direction, mate. Yes, no, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a funny one. The boys laugh at me sometimes. And I'm sure about the, uh, you know, obviously opposition planning, uh, you got a little bit of a touch-up from uh, Kieran Strawn from Adelaide in that qualifying final, but you, you, you really turned it around two weeks later and came back and won that duel convincingly. Yeah, look, he's a really challenging player. Um, he's a good player. And um, look, throughout stages of this year, he was definitely in the top 18 ruckman in the country. It was just unfortunately that Adelaide felt that Riley O'Brien um, was... Um, ahead of him at Adelaide, but um, you know we've had some really good encounters throughout the whole year, and yeah, I was I was disappointed in my game in the qualifying final, and um, kind of had to really review pretty quickly um, what uh, myself and also the midfield group as a whole could do to to counteract his strengths and also kind of bring mine to life. And I think our, our leadership group was kind of as a whole really disappointed with our qualifying final. I think we we're spooked and um, kind of went into our shell a little bit at um, like within the first quarter of the game. So, um, yeah, to, to respond um, like we did uh, two weeks later was, was really pleasing. And a bit of armory, the, uh, the, the tap, the tap from heaven to not to, to the King for the King's goal scoring from stoppages wasn't a strength. So a bit of armory there, mate. Yeah, look, we, we do just set up to kind of really lock that ball in. doesn't always mean to score, but at the same time, one thing we're still pushing for the whole year is to get more blocks in our 450. And um, a young player that has a, a very uh, kind of experienced head on his shoulders is Jacob Kennelly. Yes. And um, he took it upon himself at a, at a moment of genuine chaos in, in the kind of in a grand final to know that uh, Matt Panos is a pretty, pretty handy player around goal and he put a block on. Got on the move and um, I think a little deflection off Will Coombe and uh, yeah, 
the, the rest will be folklore for, for a long, long time. Yeah, a lot of Nord supporters will be uh, certainly celebrating that one for a long time to come. Yes, for sure. No, it's, it's been great to be a part of that moment. I think I'll uh, definitely cherish it for the rest of my life. Yeah, Harry, as we said, winner of the Michael Taylor medal, the Jack Odie, Jack Odie medal for the, you know, the bog in the grand final. What a year. You truly get it. You know, you came along on the Friday night to support the making of the grand final banner. Credit to Alex Milicevic, the leader of the group with all that. But that group really appreciated that. Your professionalism, your homework, you're a gun. Hope, um, for your sake, hopefully there is AFL or interest. For Nord's sake, hopefully not. No, I'll be, I'll be here next year. But no, thank you very much. And we've got a lot of great people around our football club. And I'm very fortunate. I've only been here for two years. But, um, you know, it's been a, a great honour um, to play for this football club. and looking forward to playing for years ahead. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's music to ears, mate. Thank you very much Thanks, for your time, mate. And um, certainly, hopefully, we get to see some growth and development again next year and, and turn you into one of the great, great players at Nord. No, thank you very much. No, looking forward to it. We're working hard already. Thank you very much, Harry. Yes, thank you.